0: Hi, I'm Julie Swenson, Managing Director of Forward Theatre Company in Madison,
1: Wisconsin. And I'm Mike Fisher, Milwaukee-based theater writer, critic, and dramaturg.
0: And I'm Jen
2: Ophoff-Gray, Founder and Artistic Director of Forward Theatre Company. And this is Theatre Forward, a twice-monthly conversation about theater from a local, regional, and national perspective. From Madison to Manhattan, we're excited to share insight into our own company while exploring issues surrounding theater in the Midwest and around the country. Welcome to episode two of Theater Forward.
0: (laughs) Yay, episode two. (laughs) Hello. So today
2: we are talking about unions, theater unions. Uh, And we thought we'd start by just talking a little bit about uh, the decisions that we were making when we were founding Forward uh, 10 years ago. And we made a decision right out of the gate that we were going to be an equity company, a a member of uh, Actors Equity Association. It's the union of professional actors and stage managers in this country. Um, And we said, right from our first production, we will be on an equity contract with all that that entails. Um, And it wasn't necessarily an obvious decision for us. It would have been a lot less expensive (laughs) for us to, um, to start without engaging with uh, union wages and union restrictions and and some of the complications that do come with being a union company.
0: Can I add financially what that means for people that don't know? Um, We operate under, um, it's called SPT, Small Professional Theater Contract. With that, there is a minimum actor wage that is established by Equity in Chicago. There is a weekly health stipend and an 8% pension. Yeah, that needs to be paid in the length of the contract and usually for us at six, six to seven weeks.
2: Yeah. And and so it's not a small decision, but right. we also felt, you know, one of the things that's amazing and wonderful about making theater here in Madison, Wisconsin, is there's actually a really robust arts ecosystem here. Uh, And there are a ton of wonderful community theaters in this area that do really wildly diverse work, um, lots of different kinds of spaces, lots of different kinds of plays and approaches. But when we started, when Madison Rep folded, there was not a professional equity company here in town. And so we really felt, we if we were starting a new company, the goal wasn't to compete with other groups. It was to fill in a gap in, in that patchwork quilt, if you like, uh, here in our area. And so we, we thought if this is what we're here to do, we need to do it from the very beginning. And it allows us to work with, you know, some of the best artists in the state. And, and I wanna be clear uh, that that means we get to work with the best union members and the best non-union members uh, here in the state under our equity contract. We uh, have to hire a certain percentage uh, of artists that are members of the
0: union, but it's not 100%. Right. And, and certainly the advantages of having an equity company is that those rules apply to everybody working there. So if the union says there needs to be hot water and there's a, um, a certain amount of hours that people can work in a week that applies to everybody working in the company. It's yeah. not just the union members. And I think that's important that they are, even the non-union members are safeguarded. Yeah. And that makes me um, proud and happy yeah. to be able to do that.
2: Yeah. And I should mention that that Actors' Equity isn't the only union that we work with. Um, we're one of the only companies in town that that works with you know, the the breadth of of theater unions. We hire directors often who are members of the Stage Directors and Choreographers Union. We hire IATSE Stagehands, Mm -hmm. um, members of of the Stagehands Union who work in uh, our our beautiful home at Overture Center for the Arts. And we also work with designers who are members of the Scenic Artists Union. And um, with all of those contracts comes a layer of complication, sure, but also a layer of protection for those artists. And and as a home base for professional theater artists, that level of protection is really important.
1: We're really seeing the, the, the importance and power of equity right now um, with this just recently concluded um, you know, work stoppage uh, that was uh, put into place by equity, uh, demanding that people who are involved in uh, labs to develop shows uh, cease, cease work, uh, until something could be worked out so that they could have uh, a share of the profits, which is revolutionary that, that equity got its way on that in terms of what it's going to be delivered.
2: It's kind of funny you say revolutionary, because of course we all know that the real, you know, impetus for this is (laughs) Hamilton, Hamilton. (laughs) you know, that those artists in those original workshops didn't have a, they helped develop those characters, helped develop that piece, but, but didn't have a piece of the profit sharing when that show opened.
1: Well, and God bless Lynn manuel you know, Miranda, who of his own good heart before this deal went through, uh, along with the others uh, who were responsible for putting Hamilton together, agreed uh, to share a very generous portion of yeah. the profits. And that is definitely something equity was paying attention to. Yeah. Um, you don't want to have to depend on the largesse of, of somebody to do that. You know, the, the thing that's complicated for me about this, and I say this as somebody who once was the vice president and grievance chair of the second largest union in Michigan. So I'm I'm all for unions, but it's, it's, it's complicated here because the workers, uh, uh, theater artists who are involved in developing those labs are guaranteed, have been guaranteed for a long time, a weekly wage. Um, They're not taking on some of the risk that producers are taking on and which for producers means that they could lose their shirt on a show. So, artists definitely need to be entitled. They're entitled in my mind to a share of these profits, but how does that work in a way that's also fair to the producers who are risking the money in Mm -hmm. a way that theater artists are not. And I don't have an answer to that. I think it's an interesting place for equity to go.
0: Yeah. Agreed. It's interesting that um, there are issues that are specific to all areas of this country And I think sometimes that equity tries to sweep it with a a wide brush. Now, I'm going to say, first of all, I've been a proud equity member since 1986. Mm -hmm. Um, But I see as a producer then on the other end in Wisconsin that there are rules being made in Chicago that are not applicable. Uh, For instance, one thing I'm concerned about is the percentage of equity members um, that we have to hire increases every year, but the people in Wisconsin the the new equity members aren't increasing in that rate right. so it i I don't envy their issues of having to you know look at this lab, look at being a regional uh, director and having to pick all of these um isolated instances what what's going on in Wisconsin? Um, and, the, and our needs in terms of the union are not the same as Chicago. And we shouldn't be working from the same SPT contract and have the same requirements. Yeah,
2: I mean, it's it's uh, sometimes artistically challenging for us. Uh, you know, people who aren't uh, involved in Wisconsin's professional theater community may not understand that um, that not every professional actor in our state chooses to join the union. And that's because once you are a union member, you have to always work under a union contract. Mm-hmm. And there are a limited number of companies in our state that offer union contracts to actors. And so when you have that finite amount of work that's available, it can be limiting to join the union. Obviously there's a lot of ways in which you benefit and I heartily endorse those, those many ways. But the downside is that you preclude yourself Being eligible to take jobs with some other companies that don't offer uh, those union contracts. And so it's a really complicated decision. And I've talked to so many um, young actors here in our state who will call me and say, I'm thinking I should join Equity now. What do you think? Um, And it's, yeah, it depends sort of where they're at in their career. But certainly I wouldn't advise any 25 year old actor here in our state to join the union yet. They're not going to get very much work. Um, And So where that impacts us as a company sometimes to my frustration is that we have a mission of hiring Wisconsin-based theater professionals. That's what we aim to do here, to sustain that creative class here in in Wisconsin. And uh, by saying that we have to hire an ever increasing, you know, we're at what, 60, 65, 66% of all contracts that we offer um, needing to go to union members. Well, we do a lot of contemporary plays and sometimes those plays call for younger actors, sometimes quite a few younger actors. And we want to occasionally do those kinds of plays. And now we have to factor in, well, I can't cast those plays here with Wisconsin-based artists who are also equity members. So how do we balance all of that? And and uh, sometimes I feel like those concerns fall on on deaf ears in our conversations with um, the regional office. I think they sometimes don't really understand what we're trying to do here and what the the hurdles are that we're trying to leap over.
1: I, I worry, um, speaking of younger actors, what, what happens when, because they don't have equity wages um, being paid, so many really talented theater artists in this state have left acting because they just couldn't make it work. Right. And I love nationally, and also, I know Forward's part of this too, is, is doing its best uh, in ways that, frankly, having a union helps put pressure on all theater companies to do to raise wages, even for non-equity members, because right. that is an investment in our future and the future of theater in in this state.
2: Yeah, we've really we've really prioritized that here. A couple of couple, well, no, about four years ago, we launched. Um, we call it our Artist Investment Initiative, but it was really um, a, a board-driven commitment to increase wages. Uh, For actors, but also for all of the artists and technicians we work with, um, so that during the periods of time that people are working with us, that they are getting a living wage. Um, And there's not a great disparity between the equity and non-equity wages. For, For really the reason that you mentioned, Mike, which is that we want to make sure that those young future union members stick around to become eventual union members. And so paying them... Appropriately, even if they haven't yet joined the union, um, hopefully helps with that. But it's it's you know there's always that talent drain fear, um, and yeah, how do how do we work around that? It's it's never an easy problem.
1: Are there things that I mean you're obviously both inside this this business in a way that's different than from me? Um, are there things that could be done to protect? actors That equity is not doing, or do you think equity could do better, either in Wisconsin or that you are thinking of sort of sort of nationally
2: well, uh, I will say that I think one of the most important things that equity does for its members is establish, as as you alluded to earlier, Julie, establish um, workplace rules, workplace safeties, you know, um, there are so many protections in place to make sure that working theater artists are treated like the professionals that they are um, and not abused or taken advantage of. And um, that's a wonderful thing. I worked on and off Broadway for 12 years while I was living in New York. I saw a lot of productions that did not uphold those protections. Um, Friends and colleagues that are still working in New York now, I hear a lot of horror stories. I, I sometimes feel that the union is not as proactive in holding producers to those expectations as they could be. And that that concerns me. Um I you know, really we want uh theater to be uh a safe and respectful place for everybody who works on it, because that's when people do their very best work. And um you know, for a company like Forward, I'd like to believe that we would hold ourselves to their standards regardless of whether or not we were working with a union. Right. But that's never going to be the case with all producers. And so that's why a union exists, is to force all producers to adhere to
0: those standards.
2: So I, I do sometimes wish I, I heard more
0: positive stories on that. And fund. I go back to the contract, and, and this, it's, a, it's an impossible um, expectation. That I have. But um, I we certainly come, our contracts come with riders that are specific to our companies. But I think, I think the entire contract needs to be more specific more specific to each company's needs. If they wanna want companies to either continue, grow in equity expectations, or begin for the first time, there has to be this idea that we're working together that if, if equity helps, helps forward grow, it helps all of the equity, um, uh, the union members. I mean, we, we, grow, we grow together, we're good together. And um, I, sometimes I see that, sometimes it's adversarial, sometimes I, I am thrilled that there's a recognition of working together. Well, if if we sort of bring this back
2: around um, to what we were talking about at the beginning and, you know, what can we do? Right. Mm -hmm. That's always the goal. Like, how can we help? How can we make it better? Um, That is what gives me hope is that, you know, we've now got 10 years under our belt working with all of these unions and working with a lot of artists and technicians who are not union members, but treating all of them at this higher standard that is set and expected by the various unions. And I think that that has helped to raise the expectations of all of those artists of how they should be treated, not just here at Forward, but at other companies around our state. Um, I think as as everybody raises up their expectations of how the, the dignity of their work should be appreciated, it kind of forces all companies to do a little bit better um, I, I'm hopeful that that will be a continual, you know, growth for us, for our, for our region and nationally, if more companies keep doing that and prioritizing that, I, hopefully it, it, it raises all the boats, right? We all, we all get better. The treatment of all the artists gets better. And, and, you know, I think that that bodes well for the partnerships that we have.
0: Absolutely.
1: There is power in a union.
0: Yes. There is power in a union. Indeed.
2: And, and, yep. and indeed. If, if, we, if we know that anywhere in this country, it's here <laughs> it's in Madison, bad. Wisconsin. <laughs> um, well, that's all for this episode of Theater Forward, a conversation about theater in Wisconsin, the Midwest, and America. Thank you for joining us. I'm Jen Uphoff gray
1: I'm Julie Swenson. And I'm Mike Fisher. Our podcast is produced by Scott Hayden. And you can follow us or share your thoughts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Forward Theater.
0: And if you enjoy this podcast, we encourage you to find us and subscribe to iTunes or Google Play or wherever you might be listening. We're grateful to have you listening and we'll be back soon for another
2: Theater Forward conversation.